Hey guys, it's me, Tanani. Uh, usually there'd be a bit of a warning, warning thing here. It's been a kind of tradition for nearly uh, 170 episodes now that the episode we sort of open with. Originally it was meant to be a scientist voice, but over time we did quite a few different uh, um, parodies of it. Um, unfortunately, for reasons I'll get into, that's not the case. So we recorded this episode uh, this Sunday just gone. I believe that was the 23rd, that's right, yes, no, 24th, sorry, <laughs> time flies. Um, and uh, we, I, me and Daniel, we sent our audio in to an anomalous we had this along the thumbnail, but uh, I didn't realise at the time, it was only a couple of days later when anomalous message in the editing chat, where's the morning warning? And I realised, to my horror, I forgot to edit, but you know, no big, this, this was on Monday, just gone, this was yesterday, I thought, easily corrected mistake, right? I can just record it when I get home and uh, send it in. No harm, no foul. Unfortunately, I had every intention of doing that, but when I got home, other stuff came up. It's no excuse. And I uh, I forgot to record it. I forgot to do the warning warning again. And it was only that night that I looked at my phone and I realised, oh, I've let Nobles down. I've let Nardell down. I've let everyone down. And that's, uh, that's the reason why there isn't a standard warning warning because I fucked up, because I messed it up, because I failed, okay? So all I can offer you are my sincere apologies for the knowledge that this is never, never going to happen again. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> Please. I hope you can enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome back. Hello. Um, I'm I'm Darny Darny. <laughs> and I'm Tanpop. Tanpop. Uh, <laughs> Things you will not get until much later. Smile. <laughs> Nothing to get. Well, welcome back to the SCP Wiki. Today we're going to read more SCPs. I think. What do you think? Uh, yeah, <laughs> because we're doing these voices today. We're going to be reviewing SCP shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I love shoes. I was trying to do a magical girl voice, but now you've turned it into a valley girl voice. I have to adjust accordingly. Uh, oh lord, Tanani's so full of joy because twelve point four was good. He always he always feels better after a good ethereal space read. <laughs> My batteries recharge when they tell me I made it again. <laughs> oh man! Speaking of made it, um, how does it feel to have made it? It feels very good. I, I'm actually in a very good place in my life right now. I'm very satisfied. Wait, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Ever since getting my new job. you Because know, I remember how things were. I yeah. won't go into detail, I, but no, no, I'm no. so happy let me tell how you, you let me, are now. Let me explain. Because I fucking... Because it's no secret. There's no secret. Yeah. I did not make a secret of it. I hated the old fucking job. <laughs> I know. And I know you were miserable in it, because I remember that one night still. We were talking about how we were get our plan for making it. Yeah, the the, the, the the moment where I almost went to, I almost didn't make it. <laughs> ah, we, we I was so like, back. I was there in bed, like going, "Nande, nande, nande." <laughs> and now look at you! You've got Aetheral Space is more popular than You've ever. Got illustrations, traction, illustrations, publishing's basically on the horizon. Yeah. <laughs> We've got, uh, we've got, what else we got? We got a new job. You were learning Japanese for a time. I don't know if you're still doing that. I've retained the knowledge. (laughs) Say something, say something in Japanese. Don't let the skills get rusty. You have to practice. Uh, I just did. Moments, I already said it. Monday, Monday, Monday. I'd say something like, oh, substance in Japanese. Um, Daijobu desu. (laughs) It's so over. He knows that from anime. No, I, I learned that. They taught me that. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, I did. Wow, maybe I'm the one who's problematic then because I. Well, it's a common it. phrase. That's why you see it. <laughs> it's like it's the most good, basic way to say it. It's okay, or I'm okay. That's why. It's <laughs> uh, so funny, but you added deaths, which is like an unnecessary thing. <laughs> Can I show you? It's like, it's like adding an mm-hmm at the end of your sentence. No. no. It's like yeah, it means it's or something. It's like a no, no. Okay. Literally, it's just like adding emphasis. It means to be. To be, yeah. Can I show like you? If you just said daijobu, <laughs> this Twitter post just made me crumple. I'm going to share it with you now. <laughs> Should I read it? Sure. 
Trans person. I'm trans. Society. Okay. 3DS JRPG character explaining Street Pass. It'll help you connect with worlds that aren't here. There are people just like you in those. And when I say just like you, they're trapped in their worlds as well. I'm pretty sure they'll help you. Is <laughs> real? It's like on the fucking money. It's so funny. It's always worlds. Oh, man. We were reading SCPs or something. Right? Uh, yeah. We love SCPs. Hold on, what is, I see a video and you recommended all 27 Quincy Shrifts and Bleach ranked and explained. What's a Shrift? Uh, well, I can actually tell you if you're interested. Yeah. <laughs> so, basically, the Quins, the, fa- the villains of the final arc, the stern ritters of the Quincys, basically, they each have a, a power based off a letter of the alphabet. So, there's, like, B, the balance, there's C, the compulsory, uh, there's H, the heat. What's the 27th letter? Um, there is a one that was like a Greek letter, or that was Sigma, and that was the Vitality. And then you like you just couldn't, you wouldn't die because like you were you were so healthy. I thought Quincy's were good guys though. At least to, I never got past Soul Society, so the only Quincy I know is Bowman, who's uh, like yeah, I have the light bow. He's like yeah, it's like a species basically. It's like a human subspecies. A species? Yeah. I thought they were family. No, they're they're, they're like um, a, a sub race of humanity. Oh, okay. The, so they're not like related. Uh, yeah, well, they're all like they, there's like. Uh, do you care about spoilers at all? Um, I don't think I'll no. ever read Bleach. It's so basically, like the villain of the final arc is basically like the original Quincy, the progenitor. Like everyone's descended oh. from him. Oh, okay. But the Quincy with the bow is a good guy, right? Yeah. What's well, his they all got bows. Um, his is the A, which is the antithesis. Is it stronger the closer to Z it is? Uh, well, he can, like, swap things around between things. Like, he could teleport like teleport like by switching location or something, or he could, like, put damage from himself onto you instead. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's really OP. Yeah, antithesis. I actually really like Bleach. I'm really happy to talk about it on the I like I like Bleach, too. I just never read past Soul Arc, because Soul Arc is, like, when it's still really fun and, like, adventure I like the whole and, thing. Like, kind of Monster of the Week. I, I Soul Arc, I could just see they were starting to take up a plot, and I lost a little bit of interest in it. I was like, oh, I like when they're running around Japan fighting monsters. So the first 20 episodes. Basically, yeah. <laughs> There's like 300 other fucking things. It's like, I thought it was like the first 50 more. Like, maybe no, I, 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 I also thought it was longer, but when I look back, it was 20 episodes. Just like, more like 15, yeah. to be honest. You know what it probably, why it felt like that? It's probably because I remember watching it on YouTube in like pieces. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when you had to do uh, that? Yeah, it was like, like part one of three. <laughs> eight oh, minutes that of an episode. brings back fucking memories. I'm going to be on holiday like in my time. <laughs> so that's, going that's, in the hotel that's... watching them. Yeah, that's probably exactly why both of us thought it was way longer. I remember, I remember the one I watched like as a like teenage, like young teenager, in uh, like on my laptop at night was like the fucking what's it called? The one where he's like a moody teenager, but like he's joins that club that's like meant to help people's problems. It's it's oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. It's a uh, snafu. Yeah, I got like through like six episodes that night. I was like, this is peak fiction. <laughs> <laughs> we all had a phase like that. When I was in eighth grade, I watched the uncensored Elfin Lied anime on YouTube, and I had a phase where I was like, humans are fucked up. I want to show you, because this is the one that fucking remember, because this is what did it. This is what I fucking found in my library at high school, and this is what fucking made me the way I am today. <laughs> and I only recently rediscovered it. Anima? Ooh, that's an old, old that's one. The, that's the first manga I read. That's like, it's basically, if you guys don't know, if I remember correctly, it's like Animorphs, but anime. I realize now that the characters in anime are basically scurrying, so maybe subconsciously, <laughs> I just don't copy it. <laughs> I mean, shit, a lot of Aetheral Space is very clearly inspired by anime, but in a very loving yeah, way, you not can, like copied. You can usually find, like, fusion tools, I, I'll admit now, they are like, the, those are my bleach pastiches, the Bankai's. <laughs> Sort of. Well, like the thing, the, the thing is with Aether is like, yeah, I recognize things from other anime, but it never feels like you just XP. Yeah, I, I, I do. It feels like it's like, still unique to Aether. Yeah, I like to put a twist on them. It feels like an homage rather than yeah, exactly. That's what I'm going for. It's so good. I love it. For me, my first anime, my I think anyway, it's not counting like you know watching Yu Gi Oh and Pokemon growing up. Everyone. Did oh that. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That doesn't even count. I, that's, it was, a, that's a Saturday morning cartoon design. It was. 
it was either Death Note or I'm pretty sure it might have been Clonad and Clonad After Story. Because I remember watching I that watch, and that I set off like Clannad, a sea of yeah. me watching god-awful romance anime for the longest. I also remember when Attack on Titan was very first coming out. And partly because I was a weeb and partly because it was like still new and it wasn't popular yet. Everyone called it Shingeki no Kyojin. <laughs> and I remember there was a brief phase of a couple months when that change first happened. Where I was like, Attack on Titan? You mean Shingeki no Kyojin? Uh. And I, like, I, yeah, I was pretty bad. <laughs> But we've come far, haven't we? That yeah. was like 10 plus years ago. Can you think about that even? That's insane. For you, it was like 13, 15 yeah. plus years ago. Jesus. Oh my god. We're old. Yeah. Let's see. Actually, for me, it was also 13 years ago. because I really We had the same amount of time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you were 15, I was 12, I guess. I don't know when you started anime. I don't even remember. Oh my god. I do remember this is who just, I this was. Just two old fucks reminiscing episode. <laughs> I'm having fun. I'm enjoying it. I am too. Yeah. Should we read something? Um, sure. Well, one of these days we should do an episode. Like, we should just give up as content creators and do a react episode to an anime episode and just put, like, our webcams in the corner. Um, <laughs> sure. Like, post in the comments if you would enjoy that. <laughs> just, just watch Bleach. I would, I would, I don't know. We'd probably get copyright struck immediately. <laughs> I don't watch Bleach with our big ass faces in the way. Uh, yeah. Uh, what were we reading again? Um, well, it's funny that we were actually talking about those characters from Bleach, because the one I've got for today is another front of the Alphology, so this is C is for Closers by Dr. Sumerian. Oh, hell yeah. Wait, actually, I had a request. That's right, I forgot I had a request. Okay, I have a request. How think? long is C for Closers, though? Um, it's not that long. Okay, actually, if actually we, if we, maybe let me open the... Even with the, uh, the things, not that long. I want to read one of these. I don't know if you've read the comments, but I want to read one of these. Uh, sure. <gasps> Which one should we pick? I don't know. We'll get there once we've got through this, I guess. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's get into it. Yes. This is SCP-7113. C is for closers. Object right. class. Uh, link it to me. I have. Oh, okay. We're going to read one of those after. I see. Gotcha. Object class neutralized. Special contained procedures. Speak with the assistant regional manager for real estate acquisition for more details. And we have a picture here. Image of the SP's former home. It's believed that current residents are unaware of the home's former anomalous nature. The SCP was an aquatic ectoplasmic entity with a level six rating? Seven. Seven. You were so close. On the Ruby Spears Spirit Index. SCP-7113 inhabited a home at 113 Elkview Drive in Athens, Georgia for approximately 14 years. The SCP was capable of a number of strong manifestation effects. These included, but were not limited, to physical manifestation, telekinetic-like effects on foreign objects, spiritual possession, electronic interference, and spontaneous generation of ectoplasmic matter bearing a similarity to water. The home containing the SCP was owned by the Clark County Real Estate Association. Uh, hereafter referred to as GOI-130. The GOI came to own the home after purchasing it for its previous owner around 40% of the home's standard market value. Damn. My How much do you think that's worth now? Probably $10 million looking <laughs> at it. <laughs> nice society. A week after the sale was finalised, the seller filed a complaint with the Better Business Bureau of Northern Georgia. <laughs> this complaint included accusations of harassment and fabrication of paranormal phenomena in order to drive down the price of the home. This complaint was flagged by the Foundation Rebcrawl and Venkman.aic and came to our attention on September 12, 2022. On September 21, 2022, surveillance cameras placed at the residence identified five individuals arriving at the home in a large van, with Clark County Real Estate Association paid on the side. Four of these individuals explored the house, while the fifth individual remained in the driver's seat of the van. The following live events were recorded over the next three minutes. Was the fifth individual a dog, by any chance? <laughs> was it? It's Mystery Inc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. Uh, real quick, who's who? Uh, I'll be one and two. You can be three and four. Sure. Location. narration. Yeah. Smile. Yeah. So uh, this is dates in twenty twenty first. Individuals involved in the four POIs. The four individuals enter the home with a collection of electronic devices and other items at twenty one oh two EST. After just a few seconds, POI three speaks. Guys, I've got a parabolic reading from the kitchen. You're going to want to see this. 
I'm stuck to that. The four individuals gather at the kitchen sink. That looks like a dirty water to me. P.Y. one nods and raises the radio device. Are you here? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating. I'm breathing heavily. The camera's zooming in on me. Are you there? What? Are you there, baby girl? <laughs> no. No. Take that back. I don't want to be baby girl. I don't want to be baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're sucking in and out at the same time. How? Don't be nervous now. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Craters are forming on the ground around me. <laughs> Make it end. You can't dodge forever, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, we got him with a funny voice. <laughs> We are, we are literally squirrels. So the hands equipment detects a device broadcasting a response from SCP-7113. Uh, yes. <laughs> Stop! That's not his voice! Dirty <laughs> <coughs> water and spirit thoughts. That's a Rizalka. Didn't we just have a Rizalka? I'm calling it Rizalka. Everyone back in the truck. Hold on, you're sure? We should look for ghost orbs. We have six more houses to do tonight, Stephen. Fine. All POIs and leave the residence, climb into the back of their van, close the doors, and their driver leaves. Wait, so what is 7113? It's a ghost thing. Oh, it's just a ghost they talk to? Yeah, they would, I guess they would go in to check it. Aww. As a sequence of... <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. As a sequence of events occurred too quickly for Foundation assets on location to respond, an action plan was established which incidents be repeated. This plan necessitates the apprehension of any future visitors once they leave the residence. Anomaly neutralization incident. On September 25th, 2022, another individual arrived at the residence in an unmarked car, later identified as Taylor Am- Amador. Wow, the car's got a whole name. <laughs> you get it? <laughs> No. <laughs> the car's name is Taylor Amador. Oh, I get it. <laughs> the individual, I see. I didn't read the footnote. My brain is slow. This individual entered the residence, opened the doors to the basement, and all electronic surveillance equipment failed for about six minutes. When the cameras recovered a signal, Amador was already leaving the basement and proceeded to leave the house. She was then apprehended by Foundation agents. The following is an interview log following her capture. It should be noted that since this incident, the SCP is not manifested and no anomalous behavior has been detected inside its former residence. Location Foundation Safe House 21, Athens, Georgia, Supremacy Space. Date September 25th, 2022. Individual involved Taylor Amador, Agent Mayholm, 7113 Project Director, India Phillips. Do you want to be uh, Taylor and I'll be Mayholm and India Phillips? Yeah, I could be a car. <laughs> Forward. Oh, it looks like there's a guy called Forward here as well. Taylor Amador is placed in interrogation room two and made to wait for several minutes. Agent Mayhem that enters room and takes a seat opposite opposite Amador. Amador is actually my favourite Star Wars like Disney Plus show. <laughs> wait, what's that supposed to be? Asuka? No, Andor. Oh, Andor. I forgot. There's too many of them. They they wear on me. I've heard Andor is the one that's good though. Uh, I heard Mandalorian was the one that was good. Season one, the Mandalorian says each is good. One's the good one. No, Ma- season one of Mandalorian is good. Season two is um, worrying. Season three, I've not watched, but I've heard it's bad. <clears throat> I've only watched season one, so that makes sense. You don't have to keep going. The cuffs aren't necessary, sir. I'm not going in there. Well, we don't want to take any chances. What's your <laughs> name? I love that every script is just an opportunity for us to do our stupidest voices. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Taylor. No, you're st- no, no, sorry, Taylor. No, you're not saying sorry to Taylor. <laughs> sorry, Taylor. Sorry, Taylor. Amador, you guys should have me on record. Well, we don't. What were you doing in that house tonight? The job and exorcism. You guys had that Rusalka you wanted, God? What is a Rusalka? If you don't mind me asking. <laughs> I'm sorry, are you with the coalition? There was a pause of seven seconds. I was just going to wait seven seconds, to be honest. <laughs> sorry, a result is a water spirit created after a death by drowning. Always female. We generally use female exorcists in case the death was deliberate and caused by a lover. So, you're an exorcist? Yes. Sorry, I'm just very confused here. 
I know I don't look like the priests that usually do this, but I'm an exorcist. I've always wondered, like, if there was a case where they needed, like, or to do an exorcism in the Catholic Church, would they send a nun? I assume they have plants that are like you. Get, you're you're in the Catholic Church and you're a cardinal, so you technically have the power. Isn't that what tactical theology is all about? I'm sure they have like planted. Not in real life. I'm talking. I mean, real life. I mean. <laughs> Um, what do you mean? Well, the Catholic Church, they do actual exorcisms, right? It's kind of an... Okay, so this is something I don't know enough about to speak to modernly, but I know at least it's a little bit of an older thing. Um, and it was like... I think it was usually like the priest of your local community church would do it. So a nun would like, not... Like being, being the expert sent from the Vatican was just an excuse to have a badass character in a movie. They don't actually like send right. people from the Vatican. They wouldn't send a QC, but it, it would just, just be like your local priest the ghost. Of, of your community would come in and like do a shtick Dumb. and then you'd be done I'm sure there was like a case somewhere in history that inspired that but I, that was not like the norm they didn't have like so I couldn't be like what, if the priest showed up I'm like uh, sorry the ghost will only be gone if like a woman comes so can you send like a cute <laughs> no, can you send a cute nun please <laughs> can you send a cute nun maybe a single one too uh, so she can't it keeps saying me. that uh, Sister Mary keeps saying that only Sister Mary at the church can exercise it so you're gonna have to send her <laughs> Why is this scenario? <laughs> this scenario you're describing is fucking Eros from April Space. <laughs> Where were we at in the script again? Um, I like the idea that you thought there was like a blue exorcist, like school for exorcists in the Vatican. That's not what I, meant. I thought it was like, have, like I thought it was like experts. an actual thing that happens that they would like not like. Um, I don't believe in ghosts, of course. I want to clarify, but I, feel, I, I wonder. If I believe <laughs> in exorcists. You know what? Fuck the article. We've done this before with Gombe. Uh, are exorcisms real? What I mean, though, uh, I, that's a, it's very ambiguous. What I don't mean is that I don't believe that someone comes out and says the words and, like, a ghost, right. like, explodes. <laughs> why, do they, why does National Geographic want me to make an account? Oh, here's the, the second article, CNN. When exorcists need help, they call him. Who is he? <laughs> oh my god, look at the image. This is who they call? He's who they call, Shelby. <laughs> they call him? Yeah! Uh, should we read this instead? Let's, um... We'll read that after the article. I'm interested now. <laughs> yeah, alright, where are we at? Um, what, yeah, yeah, you gotta say... And what is, uh... A coalition? Wait, are you not? Not what? Are you with the Foundation? I am so sorry. I'm supposed to use the code phrase for this. Arden Blue 781. Well, that doesn't mean anything to me, man. And my tier superiors, please, if it's possible, just pass it up the line. Project Director Phillips interjects over here to come. Apologies. This interview is over. No! Agent. He can't be here! Please leave the room. <laughs> what? I saw trap. That is an order, Agent. Miss Amador, a guard will be along shortly to escort you out. We apologize for the misunderstanding. Later, I for death. It's your choice. Oh my god. Due to extant agreements with the Global Occult Coalition, uh, there's a little thing. Specific- specifically, sections. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Specifically, section 6, Article 5 of the Southern United States External Organization Cooperation Treaty. Sussioc. Sussioc. <laughs> GOI 130, the Clark County Real Estate Association, is not to be directly interfered with at this time. Now that we've identified them as a GOC-affiliated group of interest, we can watch their people and money like a hawk, though. If you're reading this, expect to be reassigned to this department's new containment division. If you can be half as efficient as the guys in the logs, you'll be doing well. Philip Foster, secure, close, protect. Close, protect. <laughs> why, yeah, why is it close? Because it's real estate acquisitions. <laughs> oh. Hold on. So, oh, for closers? Yeah. Oh, because the foundation aren't closers? I get it. It's just one big joke article. Okay, fine. Upvote. Uh, only an 8 out of 10, though. What do you think? Uh, I probably agree. It seems like a nice little episode, but it doesn't... I'm going to be honest, it doesn't leave like, any permanent feelings. Yeah. It didn't even really make me... Ch- it like, took me a second to get the, what it was supposed to be. But let's find out about what happens when exorcists need help. Yeah. All right. This is an article from CNN by John Blake at CNN. Oh, do, I, do I have to credit him? <laughs> yeah. In the, the uh, description. August 4th, 2017. We're not fucking plagiarizing here, Tan. We're the podcast of credits. Let, let me you put it down in my, uh, my thing better because I need to remember what this fucking article is. But My name's John Blake. There's just two first names, by the way. You should get that looked at. You need access for that. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, this let's... is exciting. <sighs> a small group of nuns and priests met the woman in the chapel of a house one June evening. Though it was warm outside, the powerful chill settled over the room. Uh, this person thinks they're writing fiction. This is how you know they get paid by the word. As the priest began to pray, the woman slipped into a trance, and then so straight away we have clarified nuns do show up for exorcisms. Yeah. So I've still got a chance. Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> and then snapped to life. She spoke in multiple voices. One was deep, guttural, and masculine. Another was high pitched. A third spouted only Latin. When someone secretly sprinkled ordinary water on her, she didn't react. But when holy water was used, she screamed in pain. Leave her alone, you fucking priests! The girl voice shouted. Stop, you whores! You'll be sorry! Terrifying. You've probably seen this before. A soul corrupted by Satan. I've seen many a soul corrupted by Satan in my daily life. Fuck yeah, brother. A priest... It's just the truth with, of this fucked up world. A priest, especially today with all those cell phones... Priests wave a crucifix at snarling woman. <laughs> Movies and books have mimicked exorcisms so often they become cliches. But this was an actual exorcism and included a character not normally seen in the traditional Dry Out the Devil scripts. The tiniest fucking picture I've ever seen there of the exorcist. Why is it so small? Don't know. Hello. Look at the tiny screenshot. This guy doesn't learn how to end It's like bed. a fucking stamp. <laughs> It's probably, like, the best resolution they could get. They didn't give a fuck. Dr. Richard Gallagher is an Ivy League-educated, board-certified psychiatrist who teaches at Columbia University and New York Medical College. He was part of the team that tried to help the woman. Fighting Satan's minions wasn't part of Gallagher's career plan while he was studying medicine at Yale. He knew about biblical accounts of demonic possession before they were an ancient cultish attempt to grapple with mental disorders like epilepsy. He proudly calls himself a... Man of science. Yet today, Gallagher has become something else. The go-to guy for a sprawling network of exorcists in the United States. How come this doesn't happen in, like, real countries, though? <laughs> for real? It's like <laughs> all all the, American Why culture. are all the demons, like, in the Bible, Bell? I don't get it. <laughs> Fun fact, um, what's of interest as well, I think being afraid of clowns is, like, a uniquely American Yeah, thing. I heard that, like, I, I saw, like, Japanese people thought about they were, like, stupid Americans. Yeah. <laughs> I once saw a clown. I don't think I was especially yeah. scared of it. Yeah, it has something to do with, like, It and some other movies and stuff, and, like, culture kind of depicted them as, like, they were supposed to be scary mm. for a while. Yeah, but... But people Keep from other places, like, even Britain, like, I think I don't think there's as much, like, clown fear. I think we're braver. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that stuff wasn't really relevant. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> He said, "Well, there's a lot of cultural spillover, I would say, from America to the UK. So I would not be surprised. Yeah, but yeah, but like, but like, you it's guys like, it's also, like, you know, before, like, like before you broke from the blowing. EU, you were also next to a bunch of countries that had lots of like clown, <laughs> yeah, the clown like, antibodies stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so you were exposed to clowns." He says demonic possession is real. He's seen the evidence. Victim suddenly speaking perfect Latin. I've got an issue with this. Does uh, Mr. Gallagher speak perfect Latin? We'll have to see. Well, because if he doesn't, how does he know they're speaking perfect Latin? Yeah, he probably just makes shit up. Exactly. How does he know? Sacred objects flying off shelves, people displaying hidden knowledge or secrets about people that they could not possibly have known. There was one woman who was like, no, no, that's not his voice. That's not what he sounds like. I'm so sorry. Mr. Gallagher, there was one woman who was like, <laughs> he's like a dark soul, so she threw a loser in the <laughs> I've got it. I've got it. About... He's, right. he's going to be patches. It was one woman who was like 90 pounds soaking wet. She threw a little dick and he was about 200 pounds across the room. He says, that's not psychiatry. That's beyond psychiatry. So you're a, you realise that you're a psychiatrist, though. Yeah, so this is beyond you now. So, out. get out. <laughs> Leave it to the cute nuns, please. <laughs> Gallagher calls himself a consultant of demonic possessions. For the past 25 years, he has clipped clergy distinguished between mental illness and what he calls the real thing. He estimates that he's seen more cases of possession than any other physician in the world, probably. To be honest, probably. <laughs> whenever I whenever I need help, I call on him, says the Reverend Gary Thomas. Another guy with two diverse names. One of the most famous exorcists in the United States. The movie The Right was based on Thomas's work. Never- That's what's making me start to think this entire thing is fiction, because these are all like not real names. This is AI generated. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what it feels Why like. Why is it quoting this again now? <laughs> yeah. He's so respected in the fields, Thomas says. He's not like other therapists. <laughs> I mean, if he's so agnostic, he's more genuine. If you're wondering why they do this, by the way, Tan, so when brain dead people click on an article, they don't read it. They look for like the biggest parts. Mm. So that's just to emphasize the quotes they're looking for for their point. Oh, right. So it sounds like they read the article. Gallagher is a big man, six foot five. Jesus. <laughs> Giga Shad walks into exercising. He once played semi pro basketball in Europe. <laughs> oh, wow. So does every tall guy, I think. <laughs> so imagine, like, the, the ghost comes like, I'm going to destroy this exercise. It's like a massive like guy. He's like, mm-hmm. uh, did, did you ever watch New Girl? And there's that guy who's like, Yeah, I'm a professional basketball player in Latvia. <laughs> no one takes him seriously. I've not seen it. He has a gruff, so no-nonsense demeanor. When he talks about possession, it sounds as if he's described the growth of algae. His tone is dry, clinical, matter-of-fact. Possession, he says, is rare, but real. I spend more time convincing people that they're not possessed than they are, he wrote in an essay for the Washington Post. Some critics, though, say Gallagher has been possessed by his own delusions. They say all he's witnessed <laughs> are cheap parlor tricks by people who might need therapy, but certainly not exorcism. And they argue there's no empirical evidence that proves possession is real. Still, one of the biggest mysteries about Gallagher's work isn't what he's seen, it's how he's evolved. How does- oh my god, he's Cossacks? <laughs> League of Legends? A for ability. <laughs> man of science. How does a man of science get pulled into the world of demonic possession? His short answer, he met a queen of Satan. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it should have been me! He met, a, he met a bad goth girl and all of a sudden he believes he's supernatural. It should have been me, <laughs> That's all it takes, really. Yeah, fuck, I fuck with astrology. Oh, dude. A creepy encounter with evil. <laughs> she was a middle-aged woman who was flo- wore flowing dark clothes and black eyeshadow. Evil. She could be charming and engaging. She was also part of a satanic cult. Oh, shit. She called herself the queen of the cult. That's not what I meant to say. That's not what I meant to say, I swear. You said you said cult. I didn't hear you I, say this. You, word, if that's what you were That's why I said. I know I said that. <laughs> So I called her the queen. <laughs> you just meant she was serving. You can still save this. Yeah. That is, <laughs> That's it's a compliment. <laughs> but Gallagher would refer to her as Julia, the pseudonym he gave her. The woman had approached it, so he referred to her by her name. <laughs> the woman had approached her local priest, convinced she was being attacked by a demon. That's a fake-ass Satanist. You, you shouldn't rejoice. The priest referred her to an exorcist. She reached out to Gallagher for a mental health evaluation. That makes sense. That's probably what they mostly do nowadays. Why? It's like, yeah, you just need therapy, buddy. You don't have a demon in you. Why, though, would a devil worshiper want to be free of the devil? She was conflicted, Gallagher says. It was a part of her that wanted to be relieved of the possession. She ended up relieving Gallagher of his doubts. It was one of the first cases he took, and it changed him. I don't like how you held that there. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Continue. Gallagher helped assemble an exorcism team that met Julia in the chapel of a house. Uh, the fucking Avengers of exorcism. <laughs> Objects would fly off shelves around her. Gallagher would go, uh, guys, you're going to want to see this. <laughs> she somehow knew personal detail about Gallagher's life, how his mother had died of ovarian cancer, the fact that two cats in his house went berserk fighting each other the night before one of their sessions. Devil. Probably because she looked at his Facebook or Twitter or something. His face is covered in cat scratches. <laughs> how did she. <laughs> Impossible! Is this the power of Satan? <laughs> she can see right through me. He's, like he's doing the anime thing where it's like all black around him and he's like falling at an angle and it's like a shot of light through his heart. <laughs> she can see right it's through It's like me. the anime about to go crazy. It's like the lights. <laughs> like, oh, it's like, yeah, like when it zooms in yeah. on their face at that angle and they're like going insane. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. Uh, what's that angle called? Fish I need Islands. a bunch of reference images. Maybe. Yeah. Fish Island's anime insane. Julia found a way to reach him even when she wasn't with him, he says. He was talking on the phone with Julia's priest one night, he says, when both men heard one of the demonic voices that came from Julia during her trances, even though she was nowhere near a phone and thousands of miles away. He says he was never a fade. It's creepy, he says, but I believe I'm on the winning side. Kick <laughs> a shot. God damn. How a scientist believes in demons. He also insists that he's on the side of science. I gotta say, I don't trust Mr. Gallagher. 
Yeah, I think he might just want attention on CNN. Mm. Like, all you have to do is have a PhD, and any fucking schlock article can quote you. And be like, see, guys, he's smart! Like, even though he's a a scientist, he believes in chemtrails? If anything, you shouldn't trust anyone with a PhD who's not, like, a giga genius or super... Uh, rich because all that means is they went into so much unfathomable debt to get like a slightly better degree mm. and write a thesis. In fact, they're dumb. They're... They put themselves through grad school. They're not sane anymore. <laughs> they're not. There's inhuman monsters. If you've ever been to grad school, it's just like I don't even you get know, why people do that. Listen to me. You know I've not been to grad school. I thought you had a master's. I don't. No, I don't. I've got a bachelor's. Nice. Same. <laughs> you think I was like? <laughs> I, had a I thought you were like I had a master's in English. No, I fucking wish. No, you don't. What would that accomplish? Well, I don't like I'd like have to have one. I wouldn't like to like pursue it. I'd like to like be given one. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a treat yeah. for writing a thrill space, we award you a master's in English literature. Yeah, it's not true, perhaps. <laughs> Queen pulls you over and dubs you like a knight. Um, Sir Tanhony of the Aetheral <laughs> Space. <laughs> Please read. Growing up in a large Irish... Oh, he says he's a stickler for the scientific method, but it teaches people to follow the facts wherever they may lead. Growing up in a large Irish Catholic family in Long Island, he didn't think much about stories possession. But when he kept seeing cases like Julius as a professional, he says, his views had to evolve. I don't believe in this stuff because I'm Catholic, he says. I try to follow the evidence. Being Catholic may help. <laughs> I was about to say, man of science is Catholic. Gallagher grew up in a home where faith was taken seriously. His younger brother, Mark, says Gallagher was an academic prodigy with a photographic memory who wanted to use his faith to help people. This literally sounds like a fiction article. So This sounds like me introducing plot. my new April Space character. <laughs> yeah, a guy who's convinced ghosts are real, and then at the end they're like, was that a ghost? Actually, that would be a cool character, Tan. Hear me out. A character that calls themselves an exorcist, but what they do is they're, like, a special, like, super soldier called in to, like, deal with awakened people. Because it's, like, exercising the Aether out of them, you know? And, like, killing them before they cause a bunch of damage. Mm. Could be, like, the Supremacy's Awakening Elimination Specialist. Alright, I said my piece, sorry. That has nothing to do with the story. (laughs) We had a sensational childhood, (laughs) Mark Gallagher says in the review. My mother and father were great about always helping neighbors or relatives out. Their mother was a homemaker and their father was a lawyer who fought in World War II. My father used to walk us proudly into church. He taught us to give back. God has two ways of giving back. Helping the mentally ill as well as possessed may seem at odds, but not necessarily for those in the Catholic Church. Contemporary Catholicism doesn't see faith and science contradictory. Its leaders insist that possession, miracles, and angels exist. But global warming is real. So is evolution. And miracles must be documented with scientific rigor. Hashtag ad. <laughs> yeah, this keeps the story's longer than I thought it was. Yeah. I don't know if we can make it. Can through. I pop one to you for the next bit? Should, should we just leave it at that? Even maybe. Yeah. Do you think we've had enough? of I him? think I, I know enough about Mr. John Gallagher that I'm not going to go to him for my exorcism. Yeah, he's not strong enough. That's good though. Yeah, we learned a lot. Um, so there were some articles I sent you. I don't know if any of them is short enough for us to do real quick. Uh, actually, the first one might be. Uh, sure. What, what's 026? Let's check a look. Well, let me read all these, see if there's a shorter one. Um, the second one's a little too long, I think. We could do the third one as well. First or third, your pick. Uh, let me check a look. I'm reading a recommendation because a fan left a nice com- comment. I don't Let's know take a look at the, the third one. Of these. Okay. You ready? Sure. All right. This is by... They left a comment, but let me see what their name is on the wiki. Uh, Dr. Vicky Lost. We're reading. You ready for this? Uh, absolutely, I am. All right. Uh, do, you want, do you need me to read for a bit? Yeah, if you could uh, do, the, do this one, that would be much appreciated. After I told you about just, uh, John Gallagher, what the fuck his name was. Yeah, <laughs> I've already forgotten him. He's already leaving hang, my memory. Hang back. I'll take it from here. You can't. That <laughs> gets too powerful. You don't have enough exorcism energy. <laughs> That's a Rasalka. Watch out. <laughs> Content warning. Mentions of death, loss of a loved one, and PTSD. Do you think in the Catholic Church when they like do this shit, is there a ranking, like a power ranking of the different kinds of ghosts? There are. There is a power ranking in Catholicism, if you weren't aware. There's, like, ranks you have. No, is there a power ranking uh, for exorcists? 
No, not that I'm aware Sorry, of. Not, they have, like, they, have the they literally have the exorcists. They, they like fucking. I don't want to say invented hierarchy, but they're like the poster child of hierarchy. It goes deacon, priest, bishop, archbishop, cardinal, and then the pope. So could what is the strongest demon a deacon could take on? Do you think? Uh, none. Deacons are basically like little church assistants, um, and they're allowed to work in the capacity of a priest, but they're like they're like priests in training, basically. Right, right, right. So the pope, uh, just his presence, just like kill the demon. Do you think? Um, maybe. Well, we have to look up the demon. The demon like launch a ball of hellfire. He's like, my strongest attack. That's exactly what happens in Blue Exorcist. He was able to slay an angel of God with such ease back in the war. And then the Pope like (laughs) extends a finger and blocks it. (laughs) It depends. Are you going with canonical demons or like anime demons? Because canonically, demons are actually really shit. All they can technically do is like tempt you, and the only way they can possess you is if you like let them. In theory, mm. like like they don't have any supernatural powers, they can't shoot fire, they can't attack you physically. Um, all they can do is like tempt you to sin, and then it's like, got you now, you'll go to hell um, or whatever. That's I prefer like them when they have cool powers. Yeah, exactly. Most people do. Uh, the Middle Ages tried to sauce them up with some of that stuff to make them seem yeah, more made, scary and badass. Well, they only made them sexy. But like, but, like, in the Bible, all demons can do is tempt you. They have no power over I prefer the ultimate universe where the three days in the desert was, like, an anime battle, a Dragon Ball Z battle between <laughs> Jesus and It's Satan. basically what it was. It was just, like, it was Jesus shown in arc. It's just, like, the fucking saints have it more, like, I know he can duplicate foodstuffs. I've seen him do it. <laughs> what the, but what I need to figure out is what counts as food for the purposes of his ability. What conditions need to be met? <laughs> Once I know that, I can kill the Son of God. Uh, all right. He's like, ready? He's like, yeah, I cut your throat. How is it you regenerated? I can double foodstuffs. Don't you realize that humans are just food for animals? <laughs> I created a new throat. <laughs> we need to read that. I'm sorry. I got absorbed in my scenario of an anime I, battle with Jesus and it Satan. It was beautiful. <laughs> you should write that. Write a short story. The most blasphemous sequel after April's made the most blasphemous piece of Bible fanfiction ever devised. That would actually be so epic if you put that on the wiki. We would read that on podcast. You should write it. Um, alright. Are we doing this? Yeah. Okay. Branch is reaching home. Dr. Sycamore and Dr. Levi, one short, one tall, both rather morose and worn about the face. Conditions of employment, it seems. Sycamore ran a hand through her graying hair, pushing pink-rimmed glasses up her nose. I'm sure you've been given a rundown of what I'll say, obviously, because despite my requests, there's no clearance violation for gossip, naturally, and people here think I'm a cranky old biddy. Some kind of... Will you stop interrupting me? Sorry, Levi shrugged, cracking a slight smirk. Sycamore looked them up and down with a humph judging them too young to afford their attitude, and a tad cartoonish, a stockier, round build in choppy blonde hair with a plump apple-cheeked, freckled face. Large, bright eyes with heavy bags let her know they hadn't worked here long, at least not long enough to have the life beaten out of them. Then again, Sycamore hadn't beaten the life out of herself before she'd even stumbled into her foundation role, so perhaps she didn't know much about anything at all. So, you're working with SCP-163, who is sentient. The file paints it in quite a warm light. But it's not an excuse for anthropomorphism. It's not your pet, it's not your pal, it's an anomaly. Okay. Levi nodded, shifting from foot to foot. Gonna call him Martin? Sycamore narrowed her eyes. No. I'm gonna call him Martin. Hell yeah. said decidedly, nodding to the... You get shot. (laughs) Sycamore eyed the containment door with trepidation. On one hand, enforcing authority would be the correct decision here. On the other, she felt a deep revulsion to the thought of being an old biddy. Fine, she figured that with all the old guard, or what was left of them, dropping off like flies, earning the respect of the newcomers was probably more important at this point. Besides, she got enough flack from her son's recriminations. Levi pumped a fist in the air, and Sycamore swiped her card through the holder. Green light blinked, and they were standing within the receiving room. Levi removed manual M1632 from their pocket. Cockiness suddenly shoved to the side as anxiousness set in. SCP-163? Sycamore called sharply. What's 163 again? Um, I'm not sure. (laughs) Mm, Me neither. A slow whirring, and 163 poked its head out. As it saw Dr. Levi, a procession of wrinkles curved into the patch above its compound eye, and it released a low, stuttering hum. Dr. Levi waved shyly. 
No need to worry, 163. This is my colleague, Dr. Sam Leviticus. They're one of the official staff assigned to your containment and continued welfare. There was a pause as the SCP's two upper mandibles clapped together in what seemed to be almost an excited motion. That's an affirmative, Sycamore supplied. Dr. Levi's face broke out into an almost hopeful grin. Oh, wow. Sycamore's heart buzzed slightly, and she remembered for a second the procession of names. Dr. Sycamore, or just Miss Sycamore after Mama, then Alexandria. Hey, little guy, Dr. Levi said cautiously, extending a hand out as if to greet a dog. It is not your pet, Alexandria, said Dr. Lopez. Sycamore cleared her throat. One, six, three. You may take a seat. The creature hummed again, then loped forwards, four arms held cautiously aloft and eye flickering. Would you like to be in charge of the overview? Sycamore offered, handing out the clipboard and an offering of peace. Levi accepted. Peace established. Like a parent handing off to a child. God, I'm sorry, Wyatt. All right, Levi read aloud. Subject's mood. How are we feeling, Martin? 163's head wrinkled in confusion. Sorry, okay, one at a time. How are you feeling? Another affirmative clap. Yeah, I'm good. Can I call you Martin? Clap, clap, clap. Yes, you may. Levi, I don't know why that's the voice I decided on. <laughs> Levi beamed and shot a triumphant look at Sycamore. <clears throat> Thank you, Martin. A sharp sniff, a plunge of indifference. It is not your pal, Alexandria. I'm getting a little confused by the parentheses. Am I just, um, am I getting lost in something here? Um, I'm a little bit confused as well. It seems like, I know Stephen King sometimes does stuff like this. Whereas, like, that's the inner uh, monologue a little bit. Like an intrusive uh, thought, almost. Oh, okay. Next, uh, subject mood, positive. Next, a quick inspection of the subject. Hygiene, standard, injuries, none. Are we communicating with you effectively? Martin indicated another affirmative, then paused before quickly lumbering out of the room. Levi squinted questioningly, then made a small O as the alien came back with three easels and its box of paints. Oh yeah, it paints! Levi smacked their forehead. Sycamore felt a sudden rush of self-consciousness, taking the board in her hands. Martin tilted its head, skin rippling in concern. No, no, she said. It's all right. Dr. Leviticus and I would be happy to assist. She looked up. Levi, will you paint? Me? Levi echoed, surprised. It makes him, it, more comfortable. Levi grinned. Never thought I'd find myself using my art skills at the Foundation. What do you know? They cracked their knuckles, sitting cross-legged besides where Martin was sloppily setting up the supplies. Sycamore sighed, picking up a brush and letting her mind wander. Uh, what the fuck is going on? It's a sunny, bright day, and Alex isn't sure where to start. Wyatt's occupied with a plush blue dog, sewn to emulate some cartoony legs. She hums, eyes trailing over the boxes again, and still frozen. Fingers trembling, she smooths her dress. It used to follow her to church, but the Foundation doesn't believe in a god that cares. Another shuddering breath, she dives for a box-marked living room, because that's where they're sat, so she might as well get it over with. And there's a photo of her and Roger, standing shoulder to shoulder, smiling with Wyatt in her arms. Alex swears and curses again for swearing in front of Wyatt, then feels a bubble of helplessness catch in her throat as she wonders what in God's name she's going to do now. Wyatt keeps playing, oblivious through a swath of dark curls and chubby cheeks. She steps outside the room, hands shaking, not sure whether she's worse for leaving her three-year-old unattended, or for not being able to handle what every Foundation member sees twenty times over. Death, or what becomes of it in your mind. Maybe death is not understood anymore, so much as life is felt in layers. The papery-thin lives of D-Class, the cardboard cutouts of your co-workers. Roger had been a brick wall to lean on, her ship anchor, and yet he crumbled so easily, folding at the waist in pain, white doctor's coat stained with blood. Alex's light, dying in the dark, dying in uniform as Dr. Lopez, instead of in her arms as Roger. Am I... is this, like, a part of a series, you think? Did uh, I maybe. Did we fuck up? I'm a little confused. Um, what the uh, fuck I'm is going on? As well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry if we flubbed this. <laughs> Anger and frustration and grief were bubbles popping beneath her skin. Sunlight filtered in through the windows, settling upon a vase of poppies she'd set out from Dr. Linda Muller, a housewarming gift. Poppies were all over the floor, and then and there was never enough blood to wash off her hands. Are you making dog yeah, noises, Dan? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was you. I guess it's someone in the background. Levi looked over, surprise flooding their features. Damn, that's good. The poppies stood out from the canvas, in a blue vase laced with thin cracks. The sun hit them from the side, the shadow of the windowsill deepening the corners, cracks, and shadows for secrets to slip into and fester. Sycamore flushed. Thank you. 
Levi had painted the picture of a beautiful ginger woman, rendered to a liquidy, wavery life in soft pastels. My wife, they informed, nodding. Sophia, her one-year anniversary's coming up. Dr. Sycamore's heart ached slightly. Is she... does she know? About the Foundation? Yes. Oh. Resentment bubbled up in Sycamore's throat, reflecting off of Levi and coming to settle inside her stomach, living inside her. I think maybe this is, like, comparison in Sycamore's mind of, like, how the Foundation used to be versus, like, it's more lax Maybe, yeah. And, like, like, envy over that. Uh, I I think I'm starting to piece it together. Love... Uh, hold on. Oh, it's him talking. Or them talking, sorry. Level zero clearance, so I don't have to lie to her. But she doesn't work here. The anger ebbed away. That's Sycamore considered. Good. Martin hummed, turning their attention to what he'd been creating. Okay, so I'm not to to there they'd been creating, I assume. I guess. (laughs) Wow, Levi gasped. A night sky dotted with constellations filled the canvas. Uh, A few planets scattered the edges, and a black swath sat in the center like a cloud of dead air and dreams filtered through static channels. Martin stared at it and then made a humming noise, its forehead wrinkling in anguish. Aw, Levi frowned. Is this your home, honey? An affirmative gesture. This, Levi tapped her painting, careful not to smudge the drying paints, is my home as well. Sycamore looked at her canvas. Home. Was this how far she was from her home? Eleven years? She frowned. You're so far away, Martin, and you'll never be back. Um, I'm sorry. Martin made another long, vibrating hum. Sycamore counted his forehead's wrinkles, six for sadness, and then... Three, something strange and light. Or maybe there's something strange and light. Sycamore sucked in a breath and smiled. All right. <clears throat> All right. Now, Levi, would you like to try your hand in a game of chess? Martin's quite skilled, I believe. Martin clapped in delight, crawling back over towards his room to retrieve the board game. Levi beamed. Sure thing, Doc. So this one? It was alright. I think there were, like, glimmers of something really interesting here with, like, the comparison. If that was the intent between the older Foundation and the newer. Uh, Some of the dialogue felt just a little stilted. Um, Not too bad. Um, And I would say not knowing what 163 has definitely hindered my enjoyment of it. Yeah, most Because I wasn't really sure of what its importance was. Other than it's a bug thing. But I would give this one like a 6 out of 10, maybe. I, I don't think it was bad. I think it was alright. I would give it an upvote. I will upvote it. Nice. What do you think? Um, I probably, I'll give it an upvote as well. I enjoyed it. Perfect. Perfect. Alright, and now we have only about 9 minutes left to do our comment reading. If yeah, absolutely. We're on a time limit. Are we going to make it in time? I think so. I'm so scared. <clears throat> I wish I had more water. The throat is so dry. Oh, you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. First up, JTKC says, No one does it like Meta indeed. His stuff I would consider some of the best on the site. Plus he made Sarcasm, which is mind-boggling how to create such rich lore for this stuff. As for the contest part, I'm actually joined contests very sparingly. There's been five or more contests on SCP and WL this year, but I've only participated in two. That is more than sparingly, my friend. That's that's almost fifty percent. <laughs> yeah, sparingly is like I join one every year or two. Usually, if it's not something like KCon, I only join if it's a good idea I'm passionate about anyway, which is what happened. My dumbass started my article like ten days before submission. Uh, don't correct his mis- in- don't correct his mistake. Say what it says. Uh, my article Lyle thank you <laughs> I have a question because maybe I'm being too hard on JTC is it like SCP wiki culture to be in like most of the contests or are is yeah, it's this like just like community events I guess so people want to be part of it yeah. and um, have something to discuss and like have fun my main memory is I just remember there was someone on the server who was like really stressed with college and they're like and I also have two contests I'm in at the same time so you don't need to I was like why why no <laughs> this is not the priority no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I've been, yeah. like I I've been on my own in one contest, and that was a five hundred contest, and I won it, and I've never entered another K contest, so I, now I have a hundred percent win rate. <laughs> so you're never gonna do it again. No, hundred oh, percent win petty. rate. <laughs> you should go for it again. It'd be fun. I, I was gonna go for it. That's not the real reason. I just couldn't think of an idea last time. Oh. Well, I wonder what 7K will be about. That's probably coming up soon. Don't know. Basically, the wiki's got enough articles that there's a K contest like every couple years. Don't know, I'm now. so fucking like a... sorry. We've already hit 7K. 
Really? It already started? It's the look one. <laughs> so, the next oh, one's 8K. What the f- I want you to remember, this podcast is three You years just old, had the right? fisheye lens happen to you. This podcast is three years old. This podcast is three years old. When it first started, 5K had just won. I remember that because we got a big popularity bump off of Tan getting interviewed by Samarian. There have been 2,000 contests in the span of three years. This is not sustainable. <laughs> they're too, they're happening too often. <laughs> this is, uh, this is you when I tell you that. He's <laughs> 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 like, that's like, he wins around, he's like, we've already got 7,000. Nandi, nandi. You're like, we need to start writing 7,000. I told you, you're like... There is a 7, if Hamilton has time to do the thumbnail, I want it to be like the fisheye lens anime. If you can find a good reference image of like us doing that, <laughs> I think it should just be you. You're the one who's like, I got insane. Yeah, you doing that, and then you being a demon in the background. <laughs> uh, shame that Meta won't be coming onto the podcast, though. Would love to see a guest on, though, since it's been a while. Lord Zunu, Plague, PJP, Jack Dragon X, Radiger, Yossi, Crowcat, again, because he's cool. It's surprising how much good stuff there is on this website that you guys haven't covered. It's because it's a big fucking website, JT. Enough lip out of you. Slaps I really would love to have Radiger on. I think she's fucking hilarious. I'd love to read some of her stuff. I am too scared if I I sent Radiger. Radiger is too cool for us, I think. Here's the thing. Yeah, I was going to say, Radiger is too cool. Like, most SCP people I don't know or care enough about. Like, if they don't answer my DM, I'm like, whatever. Most SCP people I feel like it's safely looked down upon. Yeah, if I DM'd Radiger and was like, do you want to come on and I got left on red, I would be dished. I would cry. I would cry. I don't give a fuck if, like, we, if Cactus didn't answer me, I'd be whatever. If Radiger uh, didn't Cactus, answer me, it would be uh, so I want to apologize for his comment just now. Because he let me ask, Cactus does bring in an audience. <laughs> I, I do really like having Cactus on as a guest. I'd love to have him it's again, but I actually yes. haven't, I haven't heard of his existence in, like, three years. Yeah, I don't know if I, like, away a bit from the SCP. Muted him. him on Twitter or something? Okay, good. I didn't know if, like, what happened. I haven't seen him anywhere. You remember you fell out with him on Twitter, if you recall. <laughs> oh, fell off. So he fell out of you. He fell out. No, 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 no. I just you didn't see him. I don't. Th- I don't think I muted him, but I do mute a lot of the SCP ch- uh, Twitter community anytime they like mildly annoy me. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very on the wow. fucking button with that. It's not even like a big thing. It's not anything hateful. I'm just like you're being annoying on the timeline Chat. when I mute them. <laughs> It's well, surprising how much real good stuff life, there is on this website. And, like, a zip piece. <laughs> I've, I've done that before. Like, if someone's really talking my ear off and I don't like you that. You put your hand I'm over really the mouth? Like, I'm, like, I'm like, can you just stop? Like, the other day, me and my coworkers were playing Fortnite. And one of them is, like, a close friend of mine who recently started working there. The other are just my coworkers. And he starts singing. Like, everyone's being silent folks and he starts singing. I went, can you shut the fuck up? Because <laughs> I'm a bad person. Ugh. Sorry. JT also says, epic stuff. Rating this episode a blank out of 10. Uh-oh, sorry guys. It went in the samsara. My bad. No rating this week. Okay. What do you think the number was? Uh, 10. Out of 10. Out of 10. Out of 10. I'm s- <laughs> did I worry you, Tan? Are you okay? I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm crying. What happened? What did I say? Am I too mean? Am I fucked up? Well, for overflow. Do you regret, <laughs> do you regret <laughs> doing this podcast? <laughs> Your free trial of Tan Engine 2 has now ended. I can't build Tan in Unity. I'm going to rebuild them in Godot. I guess I have to do the rest of this now. Fuck. Okay. MT2K21. Finally, we've got the guest episode. Didn't know how you got Yoda, though. (laughs) By the way, I stopped watching the One Piece anime at around 600 episodes in, and I'm considering reading the bags from that point. I assume the, the, like, chapters. Though I'll let it marinate for a bit, because I know I'll burn through them quick. Also hope you're caught up on JJK, if you know you know. I'm not caught up, but I know because I was immediately... Everyone knows. It is impossible. Everyone knows. Did you see that, like, someone built a shrine in their school? I... I, (laughs) Something? Yeah. (laughs) So what? I saw a tweet. I don't know if I said it to you. Like, how he's the people's princess. Don't don't you say it, but... Oh, I, I just mean, like, how... Never mind. Uh, Three Yellow Arrows says, I'm really glad you guys liked this one. I don't know why, but Darnell making a vomit noise and then going, oh no, it came out is so funny. I agree with you, Darnell, about authors choosing to participate in contests and projects rather than doing the things they're passionate about. I say this as someone who also does this. I'm getting better. In my experience, it's something that ranges from FOMO to the fear of disappointing people. I know that. I know that. 
Because this never happens. This, the way it always happens that I end up in a contest, like, I'm never on there in my own. In the, on my own, sorry. It will happen. You, is invited, you don't want somebody exactly. to Exactly. That's what happens every time. It's like, hey, do you want to be on our team? Like, sure. You, SCP authors are insane. You can say no to things. But the people will be sad. No, they wouldn't. They would just go, aw, and move on. How many people have said no to us? Do you think I, I was crying in my room because of it in my bed? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, first of all. I wish you... Isn't your trial up? You shouldn't even be talking right now. <laughs> Sorry, I came back. This is actually the ghost possessing the AI now. I'm gonna hire a fucking exorcist. You're, you're Only John a woman Gallagher. exorcist to those. Oh, smile. thank you. Very considerate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a special kind of ghost. He's a special grace. We need your hottest nun. <laughs> he's a special grace. Your... <laughs> he's a special grace. Special grace, cursed spirits, Tanani. Tanani. <laughs> the curse uh, born from people's <laughs> hatred of the internet. Only your biggest baddie can exercise him. What would my curse Titan To answer your be? question... Ti- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> to answer your question, Titan Clash Live over on WLs. A new community made canon about kaiju fights and then being televised. It's pretty cool. I would like to read that at some point. Sounds interesting. Skull Guy says, So, I want to write an SCP. I got plenty of ideas, and I got to cook something. I'm going to take a look at your how to write an SCP vids and do this thing. Wish me luck. Also, read Shape of a Gun. Do it. Why are you still here? Just go do it! We'll do it next episode. Shape of a Gun? Promise? Well, we might read it next episode. It depends on the, the factor, if you recall. Oh, the factor. The factor. I think the factor might be a hot minute. <laughs> okay, so we'll probably read it next um, episode. B. Winchester says, another hilarious episode. Always so golly gosh darn exciting when you two upload. I just know my afternoon is going to be a wild bunch of fun. I recently joined the wiki as a tale writer and artist. I actually was inspired by your readings of anti-memetics to start a comic series about the anti-memetics department. Wow. And I've been having so much fun. That's fucking awesome. Well done. I have only much respect send- for anyone who can like do anything art-wise, because I can't. <laughs> Yeah, it takes so much like practice and like hard work. I, I, it's crazy. I want. I wish I could draw anything. I can't. I spent like ten hours at least. Well, I took a class in high school, and then I spent at least ten to twenty hours learning to draw. That is like a drop in the water. My stuff would look no better than if you draw. Like, in fact, you might I have still awful, draw better. like actually awful hand-eye coordination. So I start at less than zero when it comes to drawing skill. <laughs> like people, people who are good artists, people don't know it because of they only post the good stuff now. But like they went through so many drawings that they've deleted or were like on notebook paper. It's like they draw for years. They put in the hours. But what pisses it's me crazy. off is because when I see an artist and like, let me do a little sketch of it. Like, it's like, that's better than anything I could have ever done. <laughs> <laughs> you just invalidated my existence. That, there's like a whole thing of that on like Japanese art Twitter where they'll like post the most amazing thing you've ever seen. And they'll pipe, put RKGK, which is like short for a word that basically means just a little sketch. <laughs> just just <laughs> something I threw up the there. the fish lens goes to me. I'm like, nande, nande, nande. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like just a little sketch. It's the fucking Mona Lisa. <laughs> I actually wanted to send you some of the well-upvoted tales I've written, just in case you ever want to check them out. It'd be an honor to have you voice them. Don't worry now. I'm very much aware that Tan has several severe allergies to request. I actually do I'm have pretty bad allergies. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know to what. Ch- <laughs> to life. This is me seeing RKGK. autistic rap bastard who doesn't fear any goblin myself, so checkmate liberals. And then we did read one of theirs. Uh, Branch is reading home. Let's unread it. Unread. <laughs> uh, why are you gone crying? That's me looking at RKGK. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy Man Kelp says, She salmon my Sarah till I, my A get annihilated. God damn. Jesus, very, God that's damn actually quite explicit. Comedy Man <laughs> says, The Yodops <laughs> reject humanity. Become old. That can be read two ways. Professor Gallagher, <laughs> demons in me there are. He's not I do. <laughs> oh, strongest female exorcist, please. Really? Why did he become Scooby-Doo at the end? Really? Adeline, <laughs> not costume I do. Scooby-Doo you are? <laughs> and an almost writer says, you I have, but stronger I am. Now, die you will. <laughs> <laughs> An anomalous writer says... Then fought in the desert for three days. It's so over. <laughs> He'll Imagine never reach Scooby the final comment. He's got a lightsaber in his mouth like Sif. <laughs> Zoro. Oh my god, could you imagine Zoro with lightsabers? Someone's done that fan art. 
Oh my goodness. Um, uh, an anomalous writer says, "Metaphysician article is always good." I wonder if you will continue the anthology in the future, perhaps. Ah, probably not. <laughs> lastly, I, I says, would bet on it. We, well, you already did. You yeah, that's a joke. Which is cold blooded. Um, yeah. Well, Aguare uh, says, whoever thought of the title is a genius. And then for some reason, Crow Cap put a sad face? Because um, he's stuck in Sansara. Oh. It's sad. All right. Well, we did it, guys. Um, I'm tired. I'm worn. I'm like the anime hey, character after this. It hurts a fight. lot, right? <laughs> it didn't. If only Gallagher-sama well, was the there. Well, starts playing. It looks like I'm going to be like, save you. It's like, come here. And I hold up my hand. And then you fucking yeah, you take a step forward, and then it's just the music cuts out as I like, slash my sword. Shoot! And I'm like, uh, uh, and my I start to like the top half of my body starts to fall. Yeah, you just look, and you I'm just, like ripping you. you. I look up at me and just like my disdainful eyes. <laughs> like like the top half's already sliding off, but my hands reach up and grip you to prevent from falling all the way. And I'm like, why, why? And it's like I'm like they've been like so kind, like superior. Like, ooh, it touched me. Oh, that reminds me. Isn't there a Bleach character who's got, like, the smiling eyes and, like, little smile exactly. and he's so evil? What's his name? Uh, Ichimaru. Ichimaru. That's what's up. Alright, well, thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you next time. This was episode one. This is an eclectic fucking it? episode. Let's call this one Exorcism. E is for Exorcism. E is for Exorcism. Alright, bye! Bye!